Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Thanks so much for letting us be with you on this very nice Tuesday afternoon. Hope you are well. Colter Nuanas is in Boise right now. The Lady Grizz and NAU, a three-point game, just over three minutes to go. Northern Arizona was down early in this game, but came back. Then Montana closed it back, and now it is a one-possession game. Northern Arizona up three with three minutes and 13 seconds left, so we will get into this game here in just a moment. We will break down what happened. Montana State was pushed further than I think they expected by Northern Colorado. They did get a five-point victory. The Lady Cats move on to the semifinal. They're the first team through to that semifinal. The second team through who will face Montana State going to be decided in the next three minutes and change uh, between Northern Arizona and the Lady Grizz. We also will get into some high school stuff. The state tournaments are set. We will tell you who the top seeds are, where they're all playing, the schedules and all that and uh, and get you set and maybe do some picks as well. At 5.30, John Oglesby is going to join us. He calls all the games for the Big Sky Conference Tournament, all the men's games. He's been at the practices, including the Grizz and the Cats. He'll give us some insight from Boise B. Courtside. And at the end of the show, you will hear from head coach Travis DeCure. Episode 9 of Grizz Grace, the Coaching Tree podcast coming out later on this evening. We will give you a brief taste, actually not that brief, maybe an extended taste, uh, about 8 minutes or so of Coach DeCure and a phenomenal conversation that we were able to have with him. So we will bring that to you as well. So there you go. There is our Tuesday show. But now we go to Boise. We welcome in Coulter, who is sitting courtside in Boise. Coulter, how are you, my man? Great game going on right now. This is a crazy one. Yeah, we'll see if uh, Lady Grizz can rally back. NAU is taking every punch. And uh, for a program that has never really been in a position to have much success or be any sort of a favorite, they're not the favorite team in this game by the seeding. But they came in and they've had this lead for the entire second half. Went on a 16-0 run to take it. 
A lot of times teams that aren't really ready for the moment, sometimes they fold. We saw with Southern Utah last night almost getting upset by a previously hapless Weber State team, but and he's done a really good job of making shots when they need to, and here they are right now up 61-56 with two minutes to go. Well, we'll get into this game, and especially as it wraps up, what, what's going on here, and we'll, we'll give you the full analysis immediately as this is over, but let's talk briefly about the Montana State women's team because they were, uh, you know, they've been rolling everybody. They played Northern Colorado, the eighth seed, and they got pushed in that basketball game. Colter, you were there for it, and often we see this, a team that has had an opportunity to play in the gym, in the tournament, and get a win. They uh, all of a sudden excel in that second game, and they almost pulled a huge upset against the Cats. No doubt. Northern Colorado is an interesting squad because when you have a team that's rebuilding like them, I mean, they lost an all-time great player in Savannah Smith a year ago. She was one of the most high-usage players in the conference. And they had championship aspirations the last two years. But Jenny Huth in her second year at the helm, she brought in a talented freshman class that features six rookies. And they only had three seniors, including one that suffered a season-ending injury early. So not a lot of veteran talent. Down the stretch, they decided to revamp the whole thing and go with a big lineup. That actually played out for them well today. They were able to out-rebound Montana State, which is a tall task, certainly because of Montana State's front court featuring that center platoon of Blair Braxton and Madeline Smith, along with Fallon Frigi, who's the best rebounder in the league, in my opinion. And so uh, that big lineup, it gave Montana State some problems. You could also tell MSU was tight. I mean, when you are the absolute overwhelming favorite, it's easy to, uh, to, to feel the pressure a little bit. But, you know, the only player on the court that didn't feel the pressure for Montana State is Darian White. And Darian White continues to be absolutely unflappable. I know she was the freshman of the year in the league. I truly think she's the best player in the conference as a freshman. I honestly think that. I know that Fallon Frigi is their leader and their MVP, and she was the league's MVP. But Darian White is the best two-way player in the conference, and she proved it today. She had a great steal with a minute and 11 seconds to go. She was fouled, converted the free throws. She hit five of six free throws down the stretch to seal the game. And it was her composure that kept Montana State in it. I mean, they've been the top seed in this tournament before, and they've lost the quarterfinal game in this tournament before. But they avoided the upset. Now they're into the semis, and they await the winner of this game. And we're watching right now. 64-59 NAU leads with a minute and 23 seconds to go. Let me ask you this, Coulter, about that Montana State game because, as you said, Darian White absolutely outstanding, and she led Montana State with 19 points in that game. Fallon Frigi had 15 in the game, but she was only, I think, 5 of 14 That's from right. the field. She has been really efficient and, and just great. I mean, she's been she's the MVP of the league for a reason, Fallon Frigi is, but didn't maybe have all of her best stuff offensively. Is that a credit to the Northern Colorado defense, or what was going on there that you saw? Well, Northern Colorado has a lot of depth in their front court, even though they they are young. They just have a lot of bodies that they can throw at her. They were also, you know, Montana State loves to play out a high post with Fallon Frigi, and when she caught the ball on the elbow, they were collapsing on her, and they were basically just daring Oleana Squires and Tori Martell to shoot. Both those girls have been excellent during league play. Oleana Squires was a second-team all-league pick. Tori Martell was the top reserve in the league. But it the shots just weren't quite there. You could tell Montana State was just tight. And so UNC did a great job, and they will be a team to be reckoned with because I think a couple of their young front court players are really among the most talented young players in the league. But I, Trisha Bitford's teams have, have gotten upset in this tournament a couple times in recent years. But this year it didn't happen, and I thought it was a great move 
a great sign of progress for the program that they were able to take the pressure, take North Colorado's best shot, not fold, and move into the semis. I mean, you got to remember in these neutral site tournaments, especially on the women's side, I mean, the one seed has lost in the quarters or the semis three out of the last four years. So this is not uncommon that you see the team that was the overwhelming favorite fold right away, but Montana State didn't let it happen. Let's move ahead, Coulter, to this game that's going on right now. And the Lady Grins, they were down eight with two minutes to go, hit a three, get a stop, and now just got a bucket. And so they're now down three with a minute 13 left in this game. So it is going off right now. We'll get into the end of this thing. But early, the Lady Grins were up, uh, I think, even double digits. And like you mentioned, NAU goes on a 16-0 run in the second quarter and into the third quarter of this basketball game to completely turn the tables. What is the nature of this game right now as they're playing in the last 60 seconds? Honestly, as somebody that considers themselves a basketball purist that loves the, the game within the game, the screen actions, the motions, the offensive execution, Montana's offense is just, it's almost non-existent. I don't even know what yeah. they try to do on offense. They have a couple exceptionally talented players that play with a lot of heart, and Mackenzie Johnson's not going to go down without a fight. Taylor Goligoski has really turned the page the last three weeks of her senior year. Sophia Styles looks more healthy today than she has in a couple weeks. Double-digit scoring for Sophia Styles, which she hasn't had in a long time. And Emma Stockholm's playing like a senior as well in terms of making shots, but when they need a shot, there's really nothing they can go to in terms of just drawing up a play. So there was a span in the end of the first half and early in the second half where they missed 15 out of 16 shots. It wasn't as if NAU was just blitzing them, and it wasn't like a 16-0 run that was in the span of a couple minutes. It lasted for like nine minutes of game time because Lady Grizz just could not manufacture a shot. Now here they are, and we'll see if they can manufacture anything down the stretch here because it's 65-61, 41 seconds to go coming out of this next timeout. So Montana, they're definitely on the ropes. Well, McKenzie Johnston doing what she does, like you said. I mean, the, the an individual effort to get that last bucket for the Lady Grizz, and now it's a 5 nothing run when they were absolutely on the ropes, down 8 with under 2 minutes to go. So credit to them and the fight here. But like you said, it has been sort of a, a, a tough stretch to watch at times where they've been very cluttered, very kind of uh, the spacing, even, even something basic like that has not really been there at times for them offensively. But also you just get into the... These moments in these games, and and, uh, and and this is kind of what it's about, right? A three-point game with 40 seconds to go. Absolutely, and I, this is gonna. This right now, I just was critical of their execution, their scheme, all the stuff that they do. None of that matters right now. This all comes down to the seniors. Right. This all comes down to the seniors for Montana. Emma Stockholm, Mackenzie Johnson, Taylor Golgoski are on the court right now. They got their two fourth-year juniors on the court as well, Gabby Harrington and Sophia Styles. These five girls have been together for the duration of this honestly wretched stretch in Lady Grizz history. Can they overcome it? This would be a giant win for Montana, but they're going to have to close this out, and it's going to come down to the five veterans that are on the floor. Well, it's truly unbelievable when you think about all the things that this game might be and what it might look like for a season, the, the different way you could spin it if they were to win this game in the last 30 seconds and go on and be in a semifinal. And now you're playing Montana State that, of course, would be uh, pretty heavily favored to win that basketball game. And, you know, however that goes, you can make this argument that, you know, a four seed and, and things coming together and improvement over, you know, the last several years. And if, and if they lose this, this game in the last seconds of it you go 
Well, you know, okay, you beat a team twice in the regular season. Could it get it done in the tournament when you actually needed to have it? There were times you go on a, an 0 for 6 or, you know, a 16 nothing run in the wrong direction and one and done in the tournament. I mean, it, can, it changes the complexion of everything at play here from this season to, you know, the, the entire arc of what the coaching narrative might be. This is the fifth women's game I've watched in, you know, the last 20 hours or so. And I'll tell you this, Montana does not have a talent problem compared to the rest of the league. Yes, you're right. They have good players. They actually have a couple great players that I think if they were put in a better position to succeed, could be outstanding. I mean, I think you just mentioned Jamie Pickens. I mean, Jamie Pickens has hardly even played in this game. Abby Anderson just fouled out, and they hesitated to put her in. Pickens only has one point. She's only played 13 minutes. It's just interesting the way that they manage their rotations and a whole bunch of other factors on this squad. So I don't really know how you evaluate this. If you're talking about do I think that they're well-coached in terms of what they run? No. Do I think that they're better than they have been in the last several years? Yes. But is that good enough given the history and success of the program? I'm not sure. All I know is that there's a lot of players on this team that have not reached their full potential, number one being Sophia Styles, And I just don't really know. I mean, obviously injuries are a part of it, but I just don't really know who you quote-unquote blame that on. But at the end of the day, these last 32 seconds are going to be gigantic for the current and future state of the program. Well, yeah, I mean, and Sophia Styles coming off an ACL and and the shoulder that is not well, clearly, and what she's been dealing with throughout the course of the season certainly uh, is is not merely ancillary. I mean, it's central to her production and the thing, the times that she's been limited. Uh, but also, I mean, the point is well taken that it feels like the talent that is on this team is equal with anybody. And look, when they played their best, they've you know had it in hand and were look you know headed to overtime with Montana State, the overwhelming best team in the Big Sky Conference. So they have the players to do it, but have not consistently been able to play at that high level. And they have played at high levels at times they played really well at times and then at other times it's just been sort of a shoulder shrug and kind of you go well well, what are we watching here and I think part you know what makes teams really good at time in in general right is that consistency to be to to have you know there's always going to be fluctuations but to have a floor that you never drop below in terms of you know when it's at its quote-unquote worst it's still okay and for the Lady Grizz when it's been at, at its worst it hasn't been okay it's been it's been actually bad and when it's been at its best it's been outstanding and now they're in a situation where they got you know 30 seconds or whatever it is to try and to try and make it its best and find a way to move on absolutely and so much of this analysis is just like we talked about with the football program too when you just talk about the advantages that you have over the rest of the league it's like a pretty different bar of what is success and i think that's why we see you know Bob Stitt just making it to the playoffs one time and winning one playoff game in three years, that's not good enough. Every other team in the league would take that, including Montana State, which has similar advantages. Montana, it's not good enough. It's the same thing with this women's basketball program, but I think even greater. So, um, I mean, this is really coming down to it, and I think that we're watching right now an absolutely pivotal moment in the Lady Grizz program because where do they turn from here if they don't win this game? I also think you have to factor in who they might lose to. I mean, this is an NAU team that is completely downtrodden. I mean, their 12 wins in league play this year is the second most in the history of their school. But Lori Payne has this thing going in the right direction with a starting lineup that has only one senior in it 
So it proves to you that even with, even when you're at a place with no advantages, a school that averages less than 400 fans per game for home games, you still can win in this league. So then, if you take that into the evaluation, then I think it doesn't look great for the Lady Grizz. But that said, that you have 12.7 seconds to figure out how to win this thing. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. Mackenzie Johnston in this game leading all scores has 18 points. Sophia Stiles, as we said, had really one of her better games thus far uh, in in this season. Five of nine from the field with 10 points. And then Emma Stockholm has made some shots. She's got 13. But like you said, it all comes down to the to the final seconds. And the Lady Grizz in a tough spot now. Uh, down three with just about 12 seconds. They're going to have to do the foul uh, situation. It is two Nuanas. 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Coulter is in Boise, Idaho at the Big Sky Conference Tournament, the CenturyLink Arena. I will be joining him down there tomorrow, so get your fill on television, boys and girls. I got my hair trimmed up today. I'm looking very good, like always, but maybe even particularly so today. And then I will be joining uh, Coulter down in Boise for the remainder of the week. want to remind you, Mildenberger Motors in Hamilton has the best selection and best price of new and used GMC, Chevrolet, Cadillac, and Buicks, Mildenberger Motors family-owned for 65 years. Coulter, is there a way that the Lady Grizz can manufacture who this ball gets into and uh, and try and make a foul the right kind of the right person? Well, I'll tell you who they don't want the ball to go to. They don't want it to go to J.C. Bailey. They don't want it to go to Nina Radford. They don't want it to go to Lauren Orndorff. Those are the three best shooters for any of you. And Nina Radford... She's fouled. It's hard, so. Well, it's it's hard. It's hard to keep it from three different people. Like if there's one person you can key on and go, no, not her. She's not getting the ball. But if you got sixty percent of the players on the floor are all going to be able to uh, step up and hit free throws, presumably, then it makes it tougher. No doubt. And I mean, that was a good decision by Lori Payne there because probably, honestly, her worst free throw shooter is her point guard, Caitlin Malvar. And they had Malvar inbound the ball, so she wasn't one of the options. They also stuck Karika Rashid, their post player, underneath the hoop, so she wasn't really an option either. So it is really hard to not get it to one of those players. But NU has several really good shooters, and uh, it's a testament to Lori Payne, the recruiting job she's done. The winner.
winner of this game will play tomorrow against Montana State, and you got to think that Montana State, after they sort of found a way to gut out a win earlier, that they're going to feel much better about themselves heading into the semifinal, right? Like, you get that first win, and it doesn't matter how it comes. It doesn't matter who it's against. If you get it done, now all of a sudden you are into the tournament, and you feel much better about your situation, and you didn't do the thing you can't do, which is go 19-1 and and then lose in the first game against the 8th seed, right? No doubt. And, again, I think that jitters for the top seed when you are such an overwhelming favorite is is normal. It's natural. Absolutely. The, the seniors for Montana State, they know that this is it. They've talked about, I mean, their hashtag for this season is made for more. And they've talked about chasing really lofty expectations. I mean, this has not just been, we want to win the Big Sky title. They set a goal to break the Big Sky Conference record for league wins, and they did it. They set a goal to break the school record for wins. Now they're two away from that. So uh, this has been huge uh, lofty goals for Montana State, so it's easy to have, feel the pressure. And at the end of the day, they got it done. So the, the Lady Grizz had an opportunity there at the end of the game. Wow. The Northern Arizona going one of two from the line. They're up three, and the Lady Grizz come down and can't get the shot to go. Is that right, Colter? That's right. They drove a play for a corner three. Emma Stockholm misses it off the front end of the rim, and Northern Arizona moves on 68-65. And that is more than just a win for any of you. That's a huge conference tournament win for Lori Payton, no doubt. But that's a... That result puts a ton of pressure on Montana's athletic director, Ken Hazel. Well, what is he going to do now with Shannon Swain? Because like you said, Ryan, you can't give Shannon another one-year contract extension. You've got to give her a two- or three-year deal, or you got to cut ties. But how do you fire the greatest player in program history, one of the greatest athletes in the history of the Big Sky? Someone that's I mean, been Cam absolutely a face of your program. into the Hall of Fame yesterday in the Big Sky Conference, right? Absolutely. I mean, she's one of the faces of your program for so, so long. And so, you know, multiple daughters on the team, a close relationship with Jamie Pickens, who's going to be the centerpiece of your squad moving forward. It's quite a scene here in Boise right now because the despondence on the face of the seniors is um, – it's clear. And Mackenzie Johnson, she's the last one off the court. She got tears rolling down her face and uh pretty tough to watch for people that, that know the, the heart and soul she's put into this program and how disappointing it's been for her as a senior. But it'll be interesting to see what they have to say at this press conference. That's a huge win for NAU and that's a devastating loss for Montana. It certainly is a very tough one to swallow. And Lori Payne, I mean, congratulations to her because in three years she has taken this school and this team to a place that they've really only been once before. I mean, I think they have one tournament appearance, right, in 40-something seasons yep. as, uh, as a program. And uh, they certainly have not gotten to that point yet again, but to uh, to move on in a close, closely contested contest and uh, and get the win when it matters, that's, a, that's, that's big time for them. It moves them in uh, – uh, certainly the right direction building wise for the future and like you said now the Lady Grizz just have questions just questions to answer and uh, and it, it starts with Ken Haslam and then and, and then beyond we'll see kind of how that shakes out I know that you're going to go to the press conference what are the things that you're going to be looking to ask and find out in a setting like this knowing Coulter as we do when we sit in these things in this tournament the emotion that is there and the frustration and the you know the sadness that you set up and you got to answer questions what do you try how do you approach things like this 
Well, I mean, the fact of the matter is that Lady Grizz talked about all year that their goal was to get a buy in this tournament, and then they did it. And as soon as they did it, then they go and they lose their last regular season game of the year, and then they lose in the tournament as well. And again, I said this last week. I think this is a deeper analysis than just looking at the wins and losses. I think it's a deeper analysis than looking at you know, the league record and where you finish. I think you, as a, if you're the athletic director at Montana, you have to be someone that knows this league well to understand that fourth place in this league this year when you have three seniors and two fourth-year juniors is not good enough. They... Montana is the second most veteran team in the league. Look what the most veteran team did. The league is down this year. I mean, there's no real seniors of consequence in the league that play for any other school besides the schools in Montana, with the exception of Lizzie Klinker at um, Idaho and Lauren Orndorf at Northern Arizona. I mean, Cia Sobolewski had one senior on his Idaho State team, and she tore ACL before the season even started. So it's a really, really young league right now. So if you're the Lady Grizz and you're not one of the young teams, you got to do better than that fourth place finish. So I'm just going to try to ask them, how do you evaluate this as a whole? Because on one hand, you are better than you were a couple years ago, but the league is way worse too. So basically, I mean, do you deserve another year as a coaching staff? That's the thing that has to be asked at this press conference. Sutel Nuwana's 102.9 ESPN Radio. All right, I know you got to go do that thing. You can go do it, uh, and I will come back. We'll talk about this game in general. We'll give you the final stats, what it ta- what it looks like, and maybe talk a little bit about Montana State, Northern Arizona, as well as the Cats and the Grizz men's teams who get started on Thursday. It is Sutel Nuwana's 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Colter from Boise, myself from here in the state. Be back right after this. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. You can also check us out on our social medias, at Gus Tutel, that's me, at 1029 ESPN, that's the station, and at Skyline Sports MT as well. want to remind everybody, the Tutel and Nuwana's 2020 Bracket Challenge is out. The uh, NC2A Men's Basketball Tournament National Tournament is next week. Selection Sunday is this Sunday, boys and girls. It's this Sunday. How about that? Go on to ESPN. You can create your entry now. Get it right in the group. The group name is just Tutel and Nuwana's 2020, okay? Tutel and Nuwana's 2020. You get in there. Paradise Falls, 
Aspen Sound, both giving $500 that'll be split up between three different winners as well as straight cash, homie, from uh, your friends here at ESPN Radio. So get on to ESPN.com. It is free to play. You get, you're going to make your entry anyway. Make sure you enter it in the Tutel and Nuanas 2020 group. We're going to come back to this basketball game that's just finished up, Montana and Northern Arizona. Coulter is right now in the press conference, in the post game uh, to talk to uh, both coaches and players from both of these teams. So we we will get into that and hear his reaction from those post games uh, here in just a little bit. But want to take a moment here and get into a prep extra segment. It is brought to us by our friends at Farmers State Bank right now. Farmers State Bank giving away ten. $10,000 scholarships to seniors across Western Montana, high school seniors across Western Montana that are going to college next year. Go to FarmersEbank.com to find out more. You have five days left. March 15th, the deadline on this thing. So get in, get online. I mean, this is an unbelievable uh, opportunity uh, for students looking to uh, go to college. So go to FarmersEbank.com right now to find out more. It's not just going off in Boise, boys and girls. It's going off soon around the state of Montana as state tournaments begin Thursday across the state. Class AA, they're playing at Brick Breeden Fieldhouse in uh, Bozeman, Montana. And the Hellgate boys, they are the number one seed out of the West. They are undefeated. They will face hosting Bozeman, kind of hosting, at least in the hometown. They realize it's not at Bozeman High School, but Bozeman is the fourth seed out of the East. So the uh, Hellgate Knights will get their uh, uh, postseason start. Started on the boys' side, eight o'clock Thursday night. It is the nightcap of uh, of the uh, games on Thursday. Billing Skyview is the number one team out of the East in that uh, in that basketball tournament. Missoula Sentinel, if you're wondering for those around uh, the Fair City, uh, Western here in Western Montana, they are the third seed in the West. They will play the game before Hellgate at 6:30 p.m. Thursday evening. They will play Billings West. Billing Skyview versus Butte is the other. Uh, Billing Skyview is the one seed playing Butte. In the other matchup, Great Falls High, the third seed out of the East versus Helena Capital. So there's the matchups on the boys' side. On the girls' side. Helena Capital is the number one seed out of the West. That's right. Not Helena High, okay? Pump the brakes, everybody. I know you're just going, what do you mean Helena Capital? Yes, Helena Capital, the number one seed. Obviously, Helena High has been one of the great uh, uh, girls' uh, uh, programs in recent years, but they are not in the state tournament. It is Helena Capital, though, that does get the one seed, carries the flag for the state capital. They will play Billings, Skyview. The Missoula Sentinel girls are the two seed out of the West. They will take on Bozeman. The one seed out of the East, Billings West, they have Glacier. And then Missoula Hellgate is the three seed out of the West. They take on Great Falls CMR. And Missoula Hellgate, not a lot of tradition on the girls' side when it comes to basketball, but they had a much improved season last year, and they've built on that to get into that three seed uh, in the West. And again, all those games are on Thursday, so it's eight straight basketball games. Girls, boys, girls, boys, just like that, going back and forth uh, with doubleheaders at the Brick on Thursday. When it comes to Class A, this tournament is in Billings at the Metro Park. Love the Metro Park for a little state basketball. That's the way you should do it. And famous left hand leads the Harden boys. They are the one seed out of the east. They will play Poulsen, the uh, fourth seed out of the west. Frenchtown, the two seed of the west, they have Park. They will play Park, uh, who's the third seed out of the east, uh, uh, on uh, Thursday at 9 a.m. So those are the morning games on the boys' side. In the afternoon, Billings Central versus Butte Central and Browning versus Laurel for the girls. Okay, for the girls, Billings Central is the number one seed out of the East. 
Corvallis, the number one seed out of the West. How about how about that? The Corvallis girls jumping up there, getting that top spot. They will play Park in their game. That is the nightcap on Thursday evening. Harding Browning, Hamilton Haver, the other couple of matchups. Billing Central, by the way, playing Dillon, Beaverhead County, uh, the fourth seed out of the West. In Class B, how about the Butte Civic Center? can do worse than sports in Butte. You know what I'm saying? Get over there. Have yourself a fine time of it going and seeing all the uh, teams that are playing. But are we, the R. Lee boys, are the number one seed in the West jumping up from Class C? We know that they won, I think, is it two of the last three state championships at the Class C level and the unbelievable run and story that they uh, you know, went on and that they had and put together that got plenty of national in uh, uh, attention uh, across the board. Are we? Well, they're still getting it done at the Class B level. They're the number one seed out of the West. They will play Rocky Boy in their opening game. Lodgegrass and Shelby. Lodgegrass, the number one team out of the South. And then Fairfield is the one number one seed out of the North. They have Cole Strip. When it comes to the girls' side of uh, class, uh, uh, class B, Loyola Sacred Heart. The Heartbreakers out of Loyola. They're the number one seed out of the West. They play Harlem that game at 10.30 on Thursday. Again, all these at the Butte, Butte Civic Center. Cole Strip, the number one seed from the South. They will take on Shelby and Malta is the number one seed of the North. They get Forsyth. So there you go. There's that. What do you want to hear? Class C? Okay, I'll just give you quickly, just briefly, Class C. This tournament at the University of Montana in Missoula, kicking off on Thursday, and it is... Uh, Roy Winifred, who is the number one seed out of the North in the girls' tournament. Okay, the girls' tournament uh, start both of these tournaments, of course, at uh, Dahlberg Arena. And it is Egalaka, uh, who is the number one team out of the South. They take on Westbury, Granora, and Scobie, the number one team out of the East. That's on the girls' side. On the boys' side, the number one team from the North, Fort Benton. They get Twin Bridges from the South. It's Garfield County. That's Jordan. They're playing in Fairview. And then out of the East. The number one team, Scobie again, and then Manhattan Christian, probably the favorite to win it this year, especially with no Orly in Class C any longer on the boys' side. Uh, Manhattan Christian uh, is uh, the number one seed out of the West. So there you go. There's the setup. We will track that stuff even from uh, Boise. When we're down there, we will take a look at all this stuff and try and keep you up to date on the games that are going on as they happen. So uh, there's your Farmers State Bank Prep Extra segment. Again, get online. Go to FarmersEbank.com. Farmers Farmers State Bank has given away over $1.2 million in scholarships to graduating seniors over the past 20 years. And this is their 20th year doing it. So they're giving away $100,000 in scholarships this year. Fantastic stuff from the Farmers State Bank. Go on FarmersEbank.com to find out more. Again, if you're just joining us, the Lady Grizz, they fall today in the uh, opening round, well, the, the second round, but their opening game of the Big Sky Conference Tournament, 68-65 to Northern Arizona, a team that they had beat twice during the regular season. Not able to get it done today. Uh, uh, the turning point kept coming in the second quarter and early in the third quarter where Northern Arizona goes on a 16 nothing run to uh, take a lead that they would never relinquish. And the Lady Grizz pushed back, especially down the stretch, went on a little 5-0 run to close the gap from 8-3 to in the last two minutes of the game. But uh, a three-pointer from Emma Stockholm falls short in the Lady Grizz. Their season comes to a close. Coulter is in the press conference right now. Uh, he will return, and when he does, we will have reaction and breakdown from all of that. But before that, we'll take a break, come back. I'll give you my thoughts just about the state of the Lady Grizz right now and what I think the future should be or needs to be as it pertains to Shannon Schwain right after this. 
Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. Outstanding to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Hope you are having a wonderful day. We appreciate you being along with us or letting us be along with you, however it works out. We are uh, certainly happy to be there. Hey, check out Carl Tyler Chevrolet and discover ownership peace of mind with Carl Tyler's lifetime powertrain warranty. Colton Nuwana is in Boise, Idaho right now. He is in the press conference of uh, both Montana and Northern Arizona's women's basketball teams, Northern Arizona. A three-point winner today, 68-65 over to the Lady Grizz. I want to take a look just at the last several seasons of Lady Grizz basketball and what has happened in the regular season and what has happened in the uh, tournament uh, uh, in the first four years, or in the last four years, excuse me, uh, all of which have been under Shannon Schwain. Now, we remember four years ago, going back to the 2016-2017 season, horrendous injuries uh, to their two best players, Big Sky Conference Player of the Year, uh, you know, and Alicia Sims is, is, is out and, and does not come back. And so there was there was plenty of explanation when the Lady Grizz went seven of twenty three or seven and twenty three, excuse me, in the regular season and four and fourteen in conferences when it was an eighteen team, uh, eighteen game conference uh, season. Four and fourteen in conference, they go to the the uh, uh, go to Reno the first year that it was in Reno. They lose sixty three fifty three to Idaho State and are one and done in a in a season that was just wrought with injury. But also the reason I go back to that and again that. That, to me, is is almost wholly explicable due to the players they did not have available, and it's just one of those one of those things that happens that was an anomaly. It also gave an opportunity for all of these young players that Montana had to get minutes that they were never going to get otherwise, and a bunch of freshmen and sophomores playing basketball that were supposed to really be the 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 foundation and the pillars of success going forward after that. In 2018, they had a better season, 14 and 17 and 9 and 9 and they got what is to date Shannon Schwain's only postseason win. They beat Sacramento State, but it was in the first round of the tournament. They did not have a bye in that tournament and thus uh this they they just arrived in the same place that they uh, that they were today which is the second round the quarterfinal but they beat Sacramento State 87 to 80 and then they lost to Northern Colorado who was the number 1 seed that year by the way the Northern Colorado Bears very good team but they lost 78-69 uh to Northern Colorado. Then last season 14 and 16 overall, and they lost to Southern Utah in the tournament, and they were one and done there as well. And then this year, 
Again, they go 17-12, and 12, have a better season uh, by and large. They get to double-digit wins in conference play. But then when they get the four seed in the bye, which again is is it is worth considering, right, that they that they did get the bye. That's an important thing, and they were able to sort of obtain that goal, and that's great. But then they can't get it done in the 40 minutes when it when it really counts against Northern Arizona and fall by three. So in total in the last four seasons, one and four is uh, the Lady Grizz record in the postseason. And also the thing that maybe is most disappointing to me about that is the opportunities that a bunch of young kids had to play basketball and to develop and Mackenzie Johnston, Emma Stockholm, who came along and developed individually as, as really good, very talented players, but the team was never able to grow back into the thing that, that you expected it to be and that, you know, by rights you think it probably should be for the Montana Lady Grizz. And now with this loss today and what we've seen, the style, the way that things have kind of gone, I think to me... This is the end of the road for Shannon Schwain. And Coach Schwain is somebody who I have enjoyed being with very, very much and liked uh, uh, spending time with in various sort of uh, uh, moments and times and, and uh, uh, circumstances. She, she is wonderful and fun and funny. Uh, and she has obviously been associated in a face of the Lady Grizz for so very long. But... This this is looks like it's not working. I mean, it just see if you, if you watch the games and not just the, even the records, but watch the way games play out and the way things happen, the way games tend to go at the end of games. It doesn't seem usually to go in the Lady Grizz's favor. And often, I mean, it just it it to me is a result of coaching. And I'm not sure that a renewal is what should be in order for the Montana Lady Grizz. So, I mean, that's, or excuse me, for Shannon Schwinn as it comes to being the coach of the Lady Grizz. Coulter is uh, right now in the uh, press conference. He's awaiting the Lady Grizz, and sometimes in the post game, it takes a lot longer for, uh, you know, teams to come out and get back together uh, when it comes to, you know, trying to settle down the emotions of it and everything like that. So he's there and he'll be back with us when he's able to be here's what we're going to do we're going to take a quick break and on the other side we're going to get into a topic that david wanted to speak about today which i think is a good one and it is the potential giving a free what is it called david is a free a free pass a a you don't have to sit out a year a one-time transfer rule is that what we're talking about it's a one-time transfer waiver Yes, the transfer waiver. So a a possible rule change that would allow a one-time transfer for uh, college athletes that would not require them to sit out a year, which is currently what is required by the NCAA. We'll talk about whether or not that makes sense, who it helps, who it hurts. I can tell you this, Travis DeCure and Bobby Houck, they don't like this one bit. So we will get into that right after this. Hey, right now, snow check season at Kurtz Polaris. What's snow check? Well, the brand new 2021 Polaris snowmobile models. They are out at least to look at, to play with, and to adjust. New Chaos models. They have a new drive system, a quick drive too that has a 2.75 inch Series 8 track, a factory installed low elevation clutching option, and more things that are ready to raise your backcountry bar even higher. Are you ready for this? You can go in, you can outfit 
split your sled right now so that when they get produced, it's built exactly to your specifications. A hundred thousand different combinations possible at Kurtz Polaris during snow check season going on right now through April 6th. Uh, April 15th. So get into Kurtz Polaris, 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy as well. Go in there, find all of the brand new 2021 models, all the updates, what are going on, and get yours ordered. Be the first to have the new Polaris 2021 snowmobiles. That at Kurtz Polaris. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here. And if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.